Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Chicago's Afternoon News. This is 720 WGN. I'm Lisa Dent, Kevin Powell, Steve, Mary. We're all here. And on the phone is Taja Riley. Taja, how are you today? Hi, Lisa. How are you doing today? I am doing well. And you're talking about something that nobody else is talking about. And that is that during the big Super Bowl halftime show, which everybody is talking about, there will be tons of dancers and performers. You were asked to be one of those people and you were asked to volunteer your time. Well, actually, it wasn't me that was asked to volunteer my time. I was actually tipped off from multiple sources, and one of them being um, a friend that I had done work with in the past, um, and they let me know that they had received in their DMs and from Block Agency about a casting to be recruited as a volunteer for the Super Bowl, and it was an unpaid um, work position, and then they were being asked to pay for their parking, to pay for their transportation, to bring their own food. So basically paying the Super Bowl to be a part of the Super Bowl and being offered exposure when they can't even use social media um, or any kind of smartphone device while they're rehearsing for the job. And so this is news because we all watch the Super Bowl, obviously one of the biggest viewed events. Uh, we know that clients pay 30 million dollars for 30 seconds of time during this and and in the past there was talk uh, they kind of wanted performers to pay to be on there because they knew that ticket sales and well streaming you know would go up and all that kind of stuff and and now i understand that when they when super bowl 56 takes place at sofi stadium that the super bowl halftime show they don't pay those performers like dr dre and snoop dogg and eminem and mary J and kendrick they just just pay for oh all of their equipment and their staff and their friends and family to come and big entourage but of course on the field there are always hundreds of dancers and this is an issue for you because i'm guessing you're a dancer right yes i'm a dance artist and i'm an athlete and i'm also a businesswoman and i'm also an activist for other dance artists um, all over the world and i think that this is a bigger problem than just the super bowl but we'll start with the super bowl which is the most profitable sporting event that there is and one of the lowest union paying gigs that there is um yeah (laughs) it's definitely very shocking Um, to hear uh, some of what the casting details broke down to, them being asked to sign an NDA or confidentiality waiver to keep them from speaking about it at all um, before they even hear their full creative detail or even the wages that they're going to make. Um, Just a lot of things that are just poor business practice. And if it was in any other industry, this would be unacceptable. And this would probably be categorized as either discriminatory to finding out wages or wage theft, um, what they're actually doing. So, you know, this is something that I guess everybody's taking by storm 
because it is the Super Bowl and they are rack- raking in like millions and millions and millions of dollars. And I feel like it's beyond the issue of dance artists. Dance artists are one thing, reaching out to professional dance artists to work free jobs for quote unquote exposure. That's already unacceptable. But asking predominantly African-American movers to do so, that makes it a race issue. And then on top of that, for this to be a black sporting event, almost like predominantly black culture, black art is going to be represented. And for the black art that you have on the field, the black dance artists or performers that you have on the field not being paid, that's super, super questionable and shaky boots. So, you know, there is that. And I think overall, honestly, everybody that's participating on that field or for the benefit of the Super Bowl should be paid. Uh, Tasha Riley is a, a dancer, artist, artist, dancer. Tell me what the term is again, Taja. Dance artist. Dance artist. And you're you're a creative director and you're an entertainer and you're obviously an activist. Is there a a wage, like a union scale wage for dancers or dance artists when you appear not only on the Super Bowl, but any other television performances? Yes. um, For any union gigs, there is. And then for non-union gigs, they follow this general scale based on a grassroots project that started um, a couple of decades ago called Dancers Alliance. They're not very up to date because obviously inflation increases and the cost of living is going up and then we're in pandemic time. So for all of these reasons, there's a lot of updates that need to be made for dance artists, but people overlook that because they still treat us like we're hobbyists or we're movable props. Well, and that's just Um, it. People are like, oh, you get to be in the Super Bowl. You get to dance. You get to perform when, in fact, it's going to be 60 or 80 hours of practice and you've got to pay to park and all those other things where you would actually be paying to be a part of this event (laughs) that makes millions and millions of dollars. So I get what you're saying. And I appreciate that you're fighting on behalf. And, And you're a second generation artist. I think a lot of people listening might actually know your dad, right? Yeah, yeah. My dad happens to be pretty good at making music, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Teddy Riley. In um, fact, uh, he worked with Michael Jackson, who, of course, did the Super Bowl. And I'm guessing that was at a time when they paid Michael Jackson to do the Super Bowl. So it is kind of stunning. I think when people watch, they just believe that everybody associated, everybody working is getting paid and being paid well based on the price that is paid for commercials. And in fact, you're here today to say that, no, they're trying to skate by without paying anybody who's on the field doing their craft doing what they train to do the dance artists well it absolutely and in fairness to be honest they do kind of indirectly pay the the actual teams they do indirectly pay the artists because the artist is also coupled with partnerships from their major brand partners, Pepsi being one of them. Um, their record sales, they usually couple record sales or album releases or tour releases around the same time that they're releasing for the Super Bowl. And those record sales like shoot up, their streaming rate shoots up, and they could probably even raise their rate for different, uh, I guess, uh, appearances that they might make. Um, In addition to that, they 
do the NFL does grant them a pretty huge production stipend to put on their actual show. And then beyond that, then they go out of pocket for that. But that's the same thing that they would do for a tour. That's the same thing that they would do for any kind of performance where most of these late night time talk shows, they're not exactly paying the, the, the uh, artists either. It's more of they're giving them a stipend and then just a regular union rate. Yeah. Um, and that's different for, for dancers artist because if you can't uh, get film of yourself doing that then you really don't get that indirect benefit of being paid for something you know in in, right right um well look i'm gonna be i'm gonna be watching the super bowl taja and i hope when i'm watching that those dancers are being paid so keep up your fight and go out there and get it done okay thank you so much lisa appreciate the time and getting this out there you're welcome